You're listening to the Weekend Collective Podcast from Newstalk ZB. On the back of uh, the Greens part, the Green Party's announcement of their um, changes to wealth tax and income tax and all that, uh, we're now joined by Robin Oliver. He's um, the founder of Oliver Shaw, which is a tax advisory service. Uh, he's recognised in New Zealand as an expert in tax economics and policy. And he's a former Deputy Commissioner of, of Policy at Inland Revenue and also also worked for the New Zealand Treasury as a tax advisor. And we appreciate your time. Uh, Robin, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. So, do we need a wealth tax? Well, there are two things here. One is, is it workable? Yeah. Two is, would you want it? The answer to both is, it's unworkable and we wouldn't want it. <laughs> uh, so, Why uh, is it unworkable? The issue is valuation. Uh you know, how do you value all people's wealth? I mean, I don't know down to a dollar what my wealth is. Um, uh, and there are some things you can value, uh, like listed company shares, uh, uh, small small holdings of them, uh, because there's a market for them and so forth. And to some extent with land, we have rates, you know, and that's based on values. Yeah. So, but outside of that, with small businesses and all, you know, everything else, artwork and all that, it, it's 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 a matter of judgment, and you know, you don't know until someone fronts up with the cash uh, what it is, and so then um, you know you, you're you're having inland revenue just basically making random decisions as to what your tax is, and it becomes a random thing. Yeah. And Norway has a wealth tax. And yep. it's interesting there that they just tax listed shares. So if you have a okay. private company, it's just the net tangible assets of that private company that you uh, that you are valuing. Yeah. But of course, that means a big tax incentive not to have listed companies. Does, so you destroy your equity market basically in New Zealand. Um, does the company tax rate increase? What effect does it have when you increase company tax? Does it drive investment away from New Zealand? What do we know? Uh, yes, uh, the main effect is on non-resident investment coming into New Zealand, and to the extent you push that up, they can invest anywhere in the world. Therefore, they don't have to pay our tax, so they will require a higher rate of return. The higher rate of return means less investment, less investment, lower productivity, lower productivity, lower wages. Uh, that's, that's pretty much standard economics. Are there any comparable tax? I mean, you've mentioned Norway. Is there anything that resembles what the Greens are talking about in terms of their wealth tax that we can... Uh, Norway is probably the closest. Yeah. Uh, and, and as I say, they, they handle some of these valuation by not including things effectively. But even there, what they've found, they put up their wealth tax very recently and they've found they've lost money because a lot of the high wealth have gone to live in Switzerland. Um, and in the net terms, because they stopped paying income tax in Norway, then they've lost money out of it. So, and we'd certainly have that effect. People would go to Australia. Mm. But, you know, the other thing is, you know, do you want it? I mean, um, you know, it's a one percent. It's still the same one percent on, on over a million dollars of assets. That's two and a half percent on anything over two million. Yeah, and two and, and, and the increases. Oh yeah, that just sounds quite small, but one percent mm. on a normal rate of return of four four percent odd, which is you oh, know, yeah. you're, you're expected rate. That's twenty five percent increase in tax on capital, mm. on savings and investment. And, and the impact of that would be 
very significant. So 1% sounds small. 25%, you know, on top of your 39%, becomes 68, you know, uh, uh, 64%. So um, you're starting to really tax savings investment. And what that amounts to is a major attack on retirement incomes and yeah. retirement savings. And so KiwiSaver, all of that stuff. So you're sitting there with your KiwiSaver account and you've got your home with a million bucks, say, the average home in Auckland, um, and you've paid off your mortgage. And now you're having to fork out every year to the tax department some of your Kiwi savings, which you can't touch. Yeah. And then you sort of think, it's like, well, a pension entitlement, that's wealth, because that's the same thing as Kiwi saving. A lot of public servants have, you know, uh, the old uh, GSF, the government superannuation fund. Yeah. Well, they'll be having to pay tax on the value of that. And, and then, really, you should be paying tax on your New Zealand super entitlement. Yeah. And that's about $500,000 yeah. for the average person. Uh, so you're having to fork out money for super mm. you're going to get in the future. The, the other thing, I don't know if you heard the interview with Marama Davidson, but, again, we heard the spectre of that, um, that report that David Parker had released because I asked her, do high-income earners pay their fair share of tax and she quoted that report which talked about capital and unrealised capital gains and to me it was thoroughly misleading. Can we just get the perspective again on what high income earners actually pay in terms of the share of the tax take in New Zealand? Well, um, uh, and, uh, Income as we understand it. Well, income as we understand it although most of the tax about, you know, uh, Two thirds is paid by people over seventy thousand dollars. Know. So um, most of the tax is paid by them. In net terms, they pay almost all of it. So you know we have a system where those who have the income, as mm. we understand income, which is cash in the hand, realised gains, yeah, realised money, uh, they pay pay they pay disproportionately almost all of the tax. Um, what the, the, the IRD report said, the blindingly obvious, is that people who, a lot of wealthy people, have unrealised gains. They haven't actually made any cash yet. They can't spend it anywhere. It's tied yeah. up in the business. Uh, interest rates go uh, down. The value of their assets goes up. And if they're in that situation, which is not now, it was you know, back in 2021 when they took the numbers, yeah. uh, uh, there was an asset bubble. They were making a lot of unrealised gains. Mm. And IRD said, therefore, they're not paying uh, much tax. Mm. But, of course, those gains have been reversed since then. Yeah, well, and they weren't, were never realised anyway, were they? They never realised. They never cash. They never available to spend. They never certain what they were going to be. Uh, IRD took sort of, you know, broad estimates of what they were. Um, I, I yeah. just think very unreliable okay. stuff. Uh, the, the, the Greens' hopes to actually get that tax, as they've estimated, on the wealth tax. Let's just look at the wealth tax before we wrap up. Um is it realistic that they will be able to get the tax that they are anticipating, or will people with large, you know, with with huge wealth, will they still find a way of avoiding it, whether it involves leaving the country or whatever? Well, two two ways. One is 
if you've got a listed company, you uh, make a shareholder, you delist the company, and there'll be less money for people to invest in the share market. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the share market will just you know, go really down because there'll be lots, lots of these listed companies. You keep them private. That would you couldn't you couldn't feasibly actually do that. Yeah. Secondly. A lot of people, not everyone obviously, but a lot of people would just then go to Australia and live in Sydney or in the Gold Coast and commute to New Zealand and they pay no none of this wealth tax. Mm. Okay. So, um, it's, it's not going to do it really. Yeah, okay. Hey, Robin, I really appreciate your time. Um, thanks, right. thanks for your insight. That's Robin Oliver from Oliver Shaw Tax Advisory. For more from the Weekend Collective, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from 3 p.m. or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.